0: Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. You've joined a global movement of sales professionals who are dedicated to being authentic and building trust. We call it Selling from the Heart. Together, we are on a mission to bring sincerity and substance to the sales profession we all love. Get ready to be inspired and equipped as we join our hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy.
1: Are you ready to unleash your business work better now provides incredible full-time remote talent that positively impacts your business from day one free your time and resources from administrative tasks and from tedious hiring activities whether you need an executive assistant need to staff up a department or you're a high performance sales professional that simply needs more time Work Better Now's reliable, full-time, and dedicated remote workforce is vetted and matched specifically to your operational needs. Larry and I have enjoyed having our Work Better Now assistant, Carmen, on our team for almost two years, and she has made an enormous positive impact on our business. Head over to workbetternow.com to schedule a free consultation and transform your business. When you mention the word heart during your conversation, you will receive $150 off for the first three months of your service. Hello, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine.
2: What's going on, Larry? You know what? We got a lot going on, but as I'm watching our... Hey, by the way, do y'all like our music? In our entrance, <laughs> this, is, this is good stuff. I was just, all of a sudden I had this thing. Look the hat I to told. this song from the Heart Band. Oh, it, it's incredible. We spare no expense here. Here we are. We're just kicking off the second quarter. And all I know is when the second quarter kicks off, baseball season has just begun, Daryl. It's all I'm going to say right now, but y'all be prepared for the next little bit. Spring is hair.
1: excited. This is great. We're so excited. <laughs> this is going live just a couple days before selling from the heart experience and so I'm so I can't wait this coming week we're going to be able to hang out in Raleigh North Carolina with friends uh colleagues people that we've met on Zoom we're going to hang out together and we're going to rejuvenate reignite uh reinspire our passion <laughs> for selling and it's going to be so much fun and I don't know if we'll have any tickets left by the time this show airs but if you can sneak over to Raleigh, North Carolina on the evening of the 19th and on the 20th, it is going to be incredible. And if you're listening to this some day in the distant future, if you found the Selling from the Heart podcast in a time capsule or something like that, (laughs) hopefully we'll be doing more of these Selling from the Heart experiences and you'll want to hang out and join us. I'm so excited. But seriously, if you get this and you're able to join us on April 19th and 20th, go to sellingfromtheheartexperience.com and uh, learn about it and come join us in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's going to be amazing. And really what's so cool about Selling from the Heart is it's all about community. And Larry, we're always hearing from people in our community. We get to interact throughout the week. We get to hang out with people on uh, Fridays at the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. But we want to give a shout out this morning to one of our friends.
2: Oh, I I just love feedback from the community and just a special shout out. And she's got a really cool name. It's Donarine Grinnell. And I know Donarine. She's an amazing sales leader. And she went on to say this is selling from the heart's a game changer. Larry Levine has a special way to remind you to look at you first, dig in and great things will happen. Here's the key. Relationships are stronger when you bring your authentic self to the forefront. Amen on that
1: one. Uh, so, so true. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody that's uh, just chiming in on this community, leaving reviews on the podcast. This is a movement of authenticity in in the sales profession. And guess what? If you're listening to this, you're (laughs) part of it. So thank you for helping us spread the word. And we've got a great guest today. I I see Justin Clark. He's back in the green room, chomping at the bit, ready to (laughs) go. Justin is just an all out fantastic guy he's a leadership guru he's a vp of sales with experience growing revenue from 60 to 100 million dollars in 3 years in the process they grew their profit margin by 200 basis points but you know the results are one thing but what justin is so passionate about is the process the leadership the authenticity behind all of it and i know we're going to have an incredibly powerful conversation today so without further ado Justin, welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast. It's great to have you here.
0: Yeah, Daryl, Larry, pumped
2: to be here. Nice it's, to see y'all. It's it's so good. I'm 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 just I'm, I'm what am I? I'm outsmarted. I'm out. I'm, I'm outwitted. We got two southerners. I got a Southern <laughs> California accent, and there's two southerners <laughs> with a different accent. We're in for a great time, Justin. Always great seeing you. Yeah, happy to be here.
1: Well, Justin, as we get started on this, what is going to be a very powerful conversation. I'm curious of your answer to the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers, and that is, Justin, what does it mean to you
0: to sell from the heart? To sell from the heart, it's genuinely caring about the customer with the understanding that the product or service that you or we offer doesn't always fit each situation. So obviously, we, in the sales world, we want to grow sales. We want to have impact, but we have to recognize that there's certain situations that we're really good at, and others where we're not. So to sell from the heart is to be genuine in helping that customer make the what's the best decision for them for the long term. You know, there, there's times as as sales professionals we'll give advice or suggestions that might not work out perfectly, but it's the intention where we truly cared about that person, and it was more than just hitting a number, hitting a quota. Or growing our business, and it's caring. It, it's the love in our heart that's for them.
2: Oh, I love this, and I love that you use the the phrase "love in your heart." But just before we're gonna have a great time, we're gonna have a great discussion with you, Justin. I just I can't wait to dive into this more. But you used a couple words, and in what it meant to you to sell from the heart, and I just want to unpack this as we start. You know, our time together is genuinely caring. It's the very first. Mm-hmm words that you used. Describe what that looks like. What's genuinely caring mean to Justin? And then here's the second part of this. Is is it so difficult for a lot of people to truly, genuinely care? I'd just be curious. I know it's a two-part question, but I'd be curious your thoughts. So genuinely caring. So let me
0: tell you what not genuinely caring is. Lay it on us. Not genuinely caring is when you do something that's really kind or thoughtful with an agenda that benefits yourself. So for example, when I was a sales professional, I had, um, when I wasn't in a leadership role, I had uh, assistants and customer service and people that made my life a lot easier. And I would go out of my way to get them gifts and do nice things. But the truth was I did all that because I wanted something in return. I I didn't genuinely care about them as people. Mm -hmm. I cared because they would help me. And it's the same way from a customer standpoint. If I genuinely care about their business and I genuinely care about them as someone is, it's not just what I get out of it.
2: My agenda is removed or at a minimum reduced. And here's what's interesting about this. People sense that when you genuinely care, people sense that in your body language, in your eye movement, in how I always say how you lean forward and how you stand Ooh. up straight. They sense all this stuff. But conversely. They also sense when you're playing a game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, and the challenge is when you do genuinely care and someone's been burned in the past, they might not take your genuine authenticity and believe it. Mm-hmm. So when you're truly genuinely caring about a teammate or or a customer or prospect, they might think you have an agenda at first. And you have to be strong in who you are and what you're being. So that you can continue to, pers- you're not being genuinely caring. So you get a proper response from them. Yep. Eventually, after you do that enough times in a row, they'll, they potentially will start to believe it. However, in some situations they won't because people are all broken. They've been in negative situations. So your genuine care might not be received, but if the goal isn't for them to know how genuine you are, it doesn't actually matter whether they receive it or not because you're truly uh, caring certainly. about
2: them. Yep.
1: That's, that's so spot on, Justin. And, and and I think this is, you know, this is what we've got to remember. I think a lot of times people, um, you know, we go out of our way to be genuine and, and we wonder, um, you know, there, there are times it's just not reciprocated. You can tell it's not received. And the reality is, um, there are a lot of people that have been burned, broken, they're skeptical and and all of that. And so it just takes that, it takes that heart to say, okay, well, I'm going to keep being genuine. I'm going to keep pouring it out, I heard a, it was an old proverb years ago. I think it's even in old English. It said, measure not by the wine, measure not by the wine drunk, but by the wine poured forth. Mm. And, um, you know, a lot of times, and of course, we're held responsible as sales professionals and sales leaders for results. And, and we definitely measure ourselves there. But, but at the, the other side of the, the table is, is saying, can I measure myself based on what I'm pouring out? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and to really keep, if you will, keep score with yourself in terms of, of your, um, genuine heartfelt, um, outreach and, and caring about people. I absolutely love it. So as we think about all this, you know, this, this makes me, we're, we're talking about this from the perspective of a sales professional. Let's flip this over to thinking about sales leadership Mm -hmm. and, and being a leader. When you think about authenticity in leadership, um, Let's, talk, let's start with uh, let some of the lessons learned along the way. Now, this is you know, one of the great things about this Selling from the Heart podcast is uh, we believe in authenticities and not every story is a, is a great story. Some of the things we learn the most, at least for me, I learned the most in the University of Hard Knocks by making mistakes. But this journey of authenticity for you, Justin, as a leader, it wasn't always uh, roses and candy. There was uh, there was a bit of a process. I'm curious what that's looked like for you and your story.
0: Yeah. Um, when I first got into leadership, um, it's my belief that I was supposed to have the answers, have the vision, know where we're going, why we're going to get there. If you spend any time with me, I'm, I'm typically overly positive, sometimes to an annoying level. I'm very high energy. So I'm going to bring a lot of energy and a lot of positivity. And I believed as a leader, it was my job to keep that at all times so that the team felt really good about where we were going (laughs) and what was going to go on. What I eventually found out is uh, we went through this exercise. So picture you're sitting in a room with your peers and you have to tell everyone in the room what's the best thing they bring to the team. And what is the thing that's killing us that they do? Mm. And You have to say that out loud in front of everyone. And some of the feedback I received was this over-the-top excitement and positivity didn't feel real. It didn't seem like a real person. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people just wanted to be able to connect when there was a problem and the boat was going down to actually acknowledge, man, this really stinks that the boat's going down. I don't know what to do. And that genuine connection made you real to them and made that influence and impact so much more. So I'll never forget the the guy that gave me that feedback. And so what I learned was it doesn't mean I'm not high energy. It doesn't mean I'm not positive, but it means when it's a bad day and things aren't going very well, it's okay to share that. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, you know what? I slept horrible last night. My wife and I got in a huge fight, barely making it today, but man, we're going to be okay. I know we are. And when you do that, people see you as not just one of them, but as real and genuine. Um, you, it's a feeling, you know, sometimes you meet someone and you're like, man, that person's got it. It's hard to explain what it is. Mm -hmm. It's the same when someone's real and genuine, man, there's something about them. I just, I believe them. And when you don't have it, it's the same as well. So it has been a huge impact for the teams I get to work with and to see them lean in when I'm broken or hurting or struggling versus feel inadequate. Like why am I not always as excited and positive as he is?
2: Mm-hmm. No, th- th- this is so good. And, and I'm listening to what you're saying. And, and the word that that just struck a chord with me is real. And I just, I'm a big Craig Rochelle fan. I just mm-hmm. love the Craig Rochelle leadership podcast. And one of his favorite sayings, he always says, and it applies to exactly what you just said, Justin. He goes, I would rather, right? He goes, people would rather follow a leader that is always real than one that is always right. Mm-hmm. And I think realness, people are looking for realness today. Salespeople, if you're calling on your clients and your future clients, they're looking for you just to be real. I think salespeople are looking for leaders who they can relate to that are real. They're not hiding the truth that are upfront. They're leaning into their people. I think it's so important to where we're at today.
0: Yeah, it's, um, you know, as we, as I was able to be fortunate to lead a sales team through through COVID. And the challenges that came with that. Fortunately, I learned this lesson before then. And this oxymoron came out that I began kind of preaching about, and it's confident uncertainty. So that seems kind of odd, right? It's like, how am I going to be confident and uncertain? (laughs) So what we've realized, though, is we talked to our team and say, we don't actually know what's going to happen with supply chain. We're not sure what's going to happen with the cost of products. We don't know when certain segments are going to open back up. But here's what we do Mm -hmm. know. We've got the best talent working as hard as they possibly can, looking at every bit of resources that if there's anyone in the country, that's going to figure this out, it's us. And it's real though. It's, It's acknowledging that we didn't exactly know. And that confident uncertainty allowed us to rally around what we did know and move forward with huge amounts of success.
1: I love that. I love that term. And right now, you know there is so there's always uncertainty, but it seems like this latest season has had a, a ramped up level of uncertainty in in just about every area. And I think there is that part of us as sales salespeople and sales leaders, i I identify with you, Justin, positive energy. Let's go. Come on, let's do this. You know, and we show up in the middle of of all of that. And even if that positive positivity, um, and that energy is genuine. And I think it's from a, a genuine spot, especially with me. Um, even if it is genuine, you know, we show up and in an uncertain environment when we don't acknowledge the reality of what's going on. Uh, then, you know, first of all, trust goes out the window inside something like that. And you go, oh, this guy's super positive, but something adding up here, it doesn't doesn't feel right but to be able to acknowledge and go, okay, this is the reality. And we want to let you know, you know, that we are going to figure this out together and we are going to work hard together. And we do have great minds here on this team. And we're going to, we're going to, I love that, that spirit behind this. And that's, that's ultimately a positive, it's like positive realism. Um, It's saying we're going to be very realistic about what's going on here and we're going to be very positive that we're going to work together and figure this out and be able to bring like that level of confidence. I love that uncertain confidence or confidence in uncertainty. Um, very, very powerful right now in particular. Daryl here, and I'm excited to share with you one of the most innovative tools we've come across in a long time. Our partners at Y Institute have developed an amazing platform that helps people discover their Why operating system. It's truly amazing. In 10 minutes or less, you can know why you do what you do, how you bring your why to life and what people can count on from you. It's truly the first step in self-awareness. If you're a coach or a sales leader who believes in helping your people understand who they are so they can be the best version of themselves, you've got to check this out. All you need to do is go to whyinstitute.com and look for the Y certification page. We'll put the link in the show notes. When you reach out to the Y Institute, let them know you heard about it here on Selling from the Heart, and you'll be on your way to helping your team discover what drives them.
0: Yeah. It, it sounds like a, a book one of us need to write confident uncertainty and about vulnerability and being real, <laughs> what that means for your team. So that's free. You guys, I'll, I'll, there's no bill coming following that. With, you will know, do well on it.
2: No, no, it's all, it's all good. But Hey, I, you just touched on some, I mean, we, I mean, you hang around with other leaders, Justin, and I know, you know, a lot of them are some of our friends as well. And when mm-hmm. you start talking about vulnerability and being real, Walk us through that. I mean, where does some of the difficulties lie with some of that? Because, you know, I want to be real, but what's too real? I want to be vulnerable, but what's too vulnerable? And how do you balance this all out as a sales leader when you work with your sales teams?
0: You know, that's a really difficult exact line to draw. And I I, I don't have a metric or a rubric or... Sure. ...to be able to say exactly how to do it outside of... When you're talking to your sales team, allowing them to actually know who you are. They might not need to know everything. Um, You know, the the, the Bible calls that we we don't give our um, our pearls to swine, meaning we don't have to tell everyone all of the best things that we have in our life. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: However, connecting with our team so they recognize what's going on with you as a person in general. So the Mm -hmm. fact that today I had a haircut in the middle of the day and I was talking to a salesperson and I shared with them, Hey, I'm getting my haircut right now, reinforcing that, you know, it's okay that we have lives and little things that are going on. I shared, we're going to a concert later that my wife really likes. That's not my favorite. And I'm going to go to love and support her in that. These are little things that aren't necessarily vulnerable, but they are real and allow you to connect to someone in a way that's not just, Hey, what's your number? What did you quote? Where are we at? What's that strategy look like? Because all that dominates conversation and sales leadership. Mm-hmm. You, know, you need to be able to reinforce as a person. Now, when you choose to get deeper, deeper a lot's about reciprocity. So meaning if I share a little bit of a vulnerable piece, that person is going to have a feeling of more comfort to share that back with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if they don't choose to, I recognize where our relationship currently is at. Mm -hmm. If I want my team to be vulnerable with me, I have to go first. I need to share something slightly vulnerable. And then from there, that relationship starts to build. And then before you know it, the conversations get super deep and you've got lifelong friends as you're leading into those moments. So that's where I would say is you start off just connecting as real people. And then as you share something vulnerable, wait and see how it's received and, and, and given back to you.
1: I like that and and I think this is is so powerful. We have opportunities to do this all day long, you know, in every every interaction whether whether you're a sales leader, whether you're a sales professional, there's opportunities all day long to do this and um and there's opportunities to actually pause and ask people how they're doing and really, you know, mean it and be genuine about that. And and these are the these are the things. These are the these are the things, but they can't be tactics. They can't nope. be, nope. they can't be tactics. They've got to come from the heart or the whole thing backfires.
0: You said something there and um, truly listen. Mm-hmm. So it's my belief. The majority of leaders don't truly listen, not because they're bad people. Mm-hmm. It's because they're overstretched with too much to do. They don't have actual time right. in the day to truly listen. So there's white space that you can put into your day to where you have an hour or two hours in the middle of the day where you don't have anything that's not back to back meetings. Many folks, uh, I know one of our friends, Garland Vance, talks about. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm busy yep. all the time. I feel really good about myself, but yeah. truly, as a leader, I need to have that space in there so that when someone does call, I can listen, lean in, and truly connect with them as opposed to just hitting that surface level answer question and moving on.
2: So good. Hey, by by (laughs) the way, good shout out to Dr. Garland Vance. What a great Uh, guy!
1: Yeah, getting unbusy, and this is uh, these are the things we want to be relational. We need we need space for a relationship, and that and yeah, Garland Vance getting unbusy. If you if you want to have your world rocked, grab Garland's book and go back and listen to our episode with Garland. It was incredibly powerful, but you realize. In order to develop authentic relationships, you need to to find and build the space um, to be able to do that. And um, I'm, you know, I am a list guilty of <laughs> overscheduling um, some days, and and you know going back to back in all of that, and some quest to get all this stuff done, but, but intentionally having white space in your calendar and as a leader, what are some other things leaders can do to, to be able to create, uh, moments and opportunities to have genuine interactions with, with members on their team that go beyond, Hey, what you going to close today? You know, that type of thing.
0: I think a lot of it starts with your one-on-one structure and whether you're having one-on-ones. So, you know, first off, if you're not having one-on-ones and not having regular traditional or not traditional, but a cadence to where you're talking on a, a, a normal basis, I'd suggest every leader does that. Mm-hmm. But then once you start doing it, what is it you're one-on-one about? Is it just, Hey, what did you close this week? Hey, why How many quotes did you get done? Hey, what's this percentage? What's your forecast? Look, like? Hey, I got to move on. Or is it, Hey, how's your weekend? What went on? How's your kid doing? Did your, did your mom get out of the hospital? And then, and allow that if that conversation needs that 30-minute block, needs to be about that connection as a person, just say, hey, let's talk a little later this week. What's your schedule look like? You can still get to the, the nuts and bolts of the job. You know, this isn't just, hey, we're going to love and care about people, and no one has to hit numbers, and there's no accountability. I'm just suggesting that you start out conversations caring about that person and those one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. And allow will say, well, you know, I talk to my team all the time. I don't need to have a one-on-one. Well, and by talk to your team, meaning they call you when they have a problem. <laughs> you call <laughs> them when you have a problem. And you oh. fix that problem. Where with a one-on-one and a cadence to that, it allows you to get used to um, that, that conversation and what it sounds like. And going back to a lot of the time, if, if you decide you want to start these one-on-ones and you're a genuine leader... At first, your salespeople might be like, "Why are we having this?"
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: there might be a few one-on-ones in a row where they're just confused, they're short, they're non-productive. But as that trust level builds up, yep. you will pull back so many layers of them as a person to be able to understand motivation, to be able to understand are they the, first, are they the right person, and if they are, are they in the right seat? Are they doing the job they should be doing? And then you work through what that looks like, but it starts, you have to have that connection.
2: So that one-on-one is that time where you plan that out as a leader. I just think it, it's, this is so good. I, I believe it's the artful blend in these one-to-ones of personal and professional. And you go back mm-hmm. and forth, you go back and forth and you're going to develop a cadence. There's going to be a rhythm around all this. And you're right at the be- very beginning, it's going to be awkward, but sometimes one-to-ones, they just need to go where the one-to-ones go. Mm-hmm.
0: Way, and also as a leader, if you decide you're going to do the one-to-ones, don't miss them. Yep. Don't constantly reschedule them. Don't make them They need to be important for the team, but you are so busy that you're constantly going to, they need to be on your calendar and truly important or don't have them. Yep. Because mm-hmm. that credibility that you're hoping to gain will go out the window.
1: Wow. So powerful. And I see this. As we're wrapping up, I see this going back for for our friends who are sales professionals. This applies to to you as well in terms of quarterly business reviews, or we like to call them quarterly vision meetings with Mm. our clients. You know, and, and not only talking about business, but making that cadence to develop the relationship and finding those genuine opportunities. So powerful. Justin, how can people get more Justin Clark in their life? This has been so good.
0: Well, uh, I have a website, which is justinleadership.com, where you can connect and uh, look at a book on inside sales or a couple different um, projects that I have on there. I spend a, a decent amount of time on LinkedIn connecting with folks like you all learning and growing. So you can follow me at Justin Clark on LinkedIn. But those are the two primary ways. So good.
2: So good. Hey, before we wrap up, just drop a couple more pearls of just Justin Clark wisdom, right? Yeah. You talked about being real. You talked about being genuine and caring. It's just, you know, in 60 seconds, just leave us with, just leave us with some more Justin Clark just as relates to your philosophy around leadership.
0: All right. I I believe that if, if people are listening to your podcast, there's something about them that wants to grow. They, they want to be better. They want to be more. They're, they're probably not just listening to this to uh, pass the day. So if you're wanting to improve, you're wanting to get better. There's a term that changed my life, which is be, do, have. Whatever it is you want to be, if you want to be the manager, if you want to have a larger territory, if you want to have a higher margin, whatever it is, whatever you want to be, Literally just start doing it before you have approval, before someone's told you you're allowed to start doing it. And then out of nowhere, I promise you will have it. In 1950, there's a a spoken word called the, it's um, the strangest secret. In the strangest secret since 1950, pre-podcast, they're talking about Earl Nightingale. (laughs) We are what we think about. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And so be, do, have. If you want to be it, start doing it. And before you know it, I promise you, you will have it.
2: Oh, it's so I good. love it. I love, love it. it. I, I, I love that you did go back to the 50s. There's so much we can learn. <laughs> you know what? What's forever old is forever new. And this stuff just is timeless. It's classic. Thanks for sharing time with us, yep. Justin.
1: So cool. Justin, we appreciate you. And you're a true friend and champion at Selling from the Heart. Thank you.
0: Hey, Honored to be here, guys. Thanks for talking with me.
1: Love it, love it, Larry. Oh. Just what a great way to end. Going all the way back to the 50s when you started selling. I mean, it's just oh, so yeah. hey, cool thanks, when you dude. think about all that. This is a really powerful conversation, and and I think the you know the the reality of all this is the way that we show up is so important that we've got our heart in the right place because everything we talked about today can be done with a manipulative heart. It can be yep. done um, as just another tactic. Uh, or it can be done out of a genuine heart that literally and truly cares about everybody. And, and I think that one of the best things we can do following this as we we put all this into action is, is to just find consistent ways to check our heart and make sure that we're, you know, that we are truly selling from the heart. And we're we're bringing our best to this along with our best intentions and our, our deepest caring.
2: You know, absolutely. And I'm a firm believer, you know, especially at a leadership level, is if you want to develop authentic sales cultures, if you want to bring heart to the forefront, it starts with you. Mm -hmm. It really starts at that leadership level because those that lead with the heart, develop the heart, watch what starts happening to the people that are on their team. And then they carry that out into the field. It's so critical. I, I just believe it's mission critical at this time of where we're at. You have to blend. You have to blend heart into things because we always say that's here, right. so soft skills, you yield you hard dollars and it all starts with leaderships, with leaders taking a look in the mirror.
1: That's, that's fantastic. And one of the best ways I check myself, they say, what, check yourself before you check yourself, right? <laughs> I check my heart on a regular basis oh, yep. at the selling from the heart insiders group. And this has been such a, a, um, a recalibrating thing for me on a weekly basis to be able to show up in a group of people on Fridays that um, care about something from the heart. They care about being genuine, care, care about being authentic. And not everybody makes it every week, but that those moments where you're able to come and be around other people and have these conversations. To me, this is such a great recalibration moment. So we want to invite you to be a part of it. If you haven't, join the insiders group yet, we want to invite you to come hang out with us and go to selling from slash free dash pass selling from the slash free dash pass. We'll put it in the show notes as well. And you can come hang out with us in the insiders group and, and just experience that recalibration that we get. So Larry, so many great things ahead. We're in Q2. Baseball season has begun. <laughs> We're in for a lot of fun. And uh, we're hanging out this week at the Selling from the Heart experience. And, and all of this is about the community of authenticity that is happening in the sales profession. And Larry, I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of this and so excited for all the things that are, are, are coming ahead. So what a great time
2: right now. It absolutely is. And hey, can't wait to see everyone at the experience coming up here shortly, but we just a firm believer and we want us, we want all of you to join us. We're, we're leading a movement. We firmly believe we're leading a movement around authenticity, integrity, and most importantly, building trust in the sales profession. All we ask in return is, will you join us? Help spread the message. Absolutely. Well, till next time, keep being genuine,
1: keep being authentic, keep building trust
0: Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.